Before we jump right into the conversation, I would like to give a spoiler warning for the movies Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So if you don't want us spoiling the ending of these films, first go and see them and then come back. That being said, enjoy. Welcome to Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And um, so I I saw like this, uh, I have an interesting like movie story. Um, I I suddenly I got interested in, I saw Netflix, I saw this, you, you, do you know this, uh, the, the rapper Eminem? Yes. Uh, I used to listen to it, so maybe you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not uh, into him really so much, but but I know him and I appreciate him. Yeah, so he 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 made this movie called Eight Mile. Yeah. Yeah, like in 2002 or something, and yeah. uh, so I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, hey, I could check that out again because I saw it back in the days, but like uh, just to for fun, you know. Yeah. And I saw saw that movie, and it was quite interesting too. Because I was like thinking about Eminem and stuff like this, so kind of you know, like those things, moments when you feel like going back to something and kind of yeah, yeah, just exploring some some stuff. Mm. So I saw them, and and I saw like I I you you have you, I had again this thing where you find out some like known actor from very early role oh, that you never yeah. you, you knew knew it that character and stuff, but you never knew it it was that actor. So I on in Eight Mile. He's the Eminem's uh, mother's boyfriend uh, is played by Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah, like this white trash al- alcoholist. Alcohol- oh. uh, and uh, how nice because he's always some terrible killer. Or yeah, something. but that's that's him, you know. That's nice. So he's always a little bit like a terrible person in a way. Uh, it's like his thing, you know. Very very uh, tough guy. And uh, mm. he, he fitted really well in it and stuff. And it was really interesting to kind of like, kind of... Oh, I have to see that. Yeah, and, and there was also like some very interesting like Breaking Bad connections in oh, the movie. Really? Yeah, because there's, remember in Breaking Bad, there is this uh, Patcher friend. Yes. Jesse's friend Patcher. Oh, I clearly remember so, him. And he, when he, we are introduced to him, I remember in the very beginning with this like hat that has like this yeah, long... Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, ropes That's what hanging. I see in my eyes. Yeah, I, you can see it's, it's really this yeah. specific type. So in Eight Mile, Eminem has a friend who looks exactly like Batcher, who has oh. the same hat, and he's like as kind of dumb friend. Yeah, but but it's not the same actor. No, but he, it looks exactly ah, the same. Maybe they it, they took it. They have taken. I I don't I see know, yeah. in Breaking Bad that what the, where they have taken things from, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's it's yeah. like the same energy, you know. 
Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was really fun to kind of like, oh, is that Patcher? You know, like it, it felt exactly the same character. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it this... looks dumb, really, when you have that hat on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like this <laughs> dumb character hat. And uh, um, so then, so then uh, I discovered uh, that uh, there's another movie called South Paw with yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I know. I I considered and I decided not to look at it. So now you're telling me something well, nice about no, it. Well, something interesting, which is I, I also never was in, interested in it because the poster looks really rough yeah. and it doesn't really speak to me and I'm not into boxing movies so exactly. much. Exactly, yeah. And, um, but then I discovered something really interesting is that the 8 Mile, the character, Eminem's character in 8 Mile, um... Uh, I don't remember his name, anyway, the Eminem guy, um, there was supposed to be a sequel to that movie, mm. um, which was going to be South Paw, and Eminem oh. was going to play the Jake so, Gyllenhaal's character, and oh. that, char- say, that character in South Paw was supposed to be the same character as in 8 Mile, just later oh. on in his life. Oh. So in South Paw... The, it's it's uh, as if like he, from rapping he turned into boxing and there you can see that the, his daughter a little bit more grown up and it kind of follows similar like white dress kind of uh, legacy where that's it, interesting yeah he's kind of more successful but he in, in South Pole it's the main conflict is uh, he's trying. He has a, a tragedy in his <laughs> uh, in his life, and he has to fight for his uh, uh, parent. What is the what, uh, parenthood? Parenthood about his daughter who they yeah, take away, yeah. and, yes. and, and so on. So that, that was really interesting. So I I watched Southport just for that. Because yeah. it was kind of interesting follow-up from Eight well, Mile. Well, now you made me watch. <laughs> now I have to watch both of yeah. them. I haven't watched the name, and I I'm into something else completely at yeah. the moment. So now I have to spread myself in <laughs> that's how it goes. Many it's... directions. I have to. So really. So then I then I saw South, and they both are were in Netflix, so it was easy. Ah, that's easy. So then, so then I got into Jake Gyllenhaal, because. He's a good uh, actor. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. nice to see. So then I saw Demolition, a movie oh, of I him, yeah. and yeah. I, I I knew about it and I never saw it. So then I was like, okay, maybe I could see Demolition because it's also Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff like this. And it's yeah. not not a great movie. It's it's a fun you know one time and that's it you know average. Yeah. And then and then I was like, you you have been. Then I was like in this this this. Um, kind of uh, speed with Jake Gyllenhaal. So I decided, okay, I, I will. I had another opportunity to see a movie, so I decided to go with, again, a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. So I saw this movie that you have been recommending for a long time, which is uh, Nocturnal Animals. Wow, wow, you got into it. It's a five-star thing. Yeah, it's a very interesting movie, and there would be... Some very, For me, it's a five star. Yeah, it would be very interesting to talk about it. I, I also liked it a lot, um, but I have like some really some some thoughts about it that would be interesting to talk. But it it had Jake Gyllenhaal, and then no, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah it has Amy Adams. Um, well, she makes that movie, I think. Yeah, she's she's really in the center, but the, she's the one. but but it. 
there is Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, in yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. That's as a the man. kind of main character also. Yeah. And so I kind of that 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 was a big uh, point why I watched it. So then I saw that and also the thriller and stuff, and it was really really nice. And then, but then the 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 kind of circle kind of came together very nicely because in Nocturnal Animals, out of nowhere, I didn't know he was in it. Out of nowhere, Jake Gyllenhaal plays along with Michael Shannon. Yes. Who was in Eight Mile from all the yeah. way back when I started the movie? So it was like this really weird, like, like yeah. how I how I saw out of pure coincidence I got all the way back to Michael Shannon in with, with my yeah, movies. And you know I can tell about that on my part that in Nocturnal Animals this Michael Shannon part I even uh, made a I start to draw the picture about it. Oh, really? Because yeah, I have a thing that if I'm into some movie really deep in my what I like then I feel like I want to draw. Mm. So that's the part that I wanted to draw in Nocturnal Animals. Only that. Mike. Michael Shannon in that office there. So I'm doing that. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Michael... So now you have seen it, so you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that would be very interesting to talk about the Nocturnal Animals. I don't know if we should, like, have a whole long talk about it or... Maybe short. Yeah. So, um, what else? What do you think about Joker? <laughs> you want to go into Joker? I want to go. To okay, play. so we can we can we can share some thoughts about Joker. I think it's it's the I'm I'm a little bit sick and tired of the Joker because there's so much discussion about the Joker. Everybody talking about the choker it's like but we have to forget about what the others have said and i can say very uh, short and quick what i think about joke and that's it okay you can tell it's it's a brilliant film <laughs> because of joachim phoenix and it's his top top performance and i think that he's going to get the oscar for his male best acting because it's absolute wonderful how he acts. Mm. It's he gives everything to it. He's just the right person to it. And whoever talks about like this, um, what they t I think it's a rumor only. This Jared Leto is jealous that he couldn't act it, the part. Yeah, that's so, really And stupid. such things is stupid. I don't think he is because he's a very intelligent person. This Jared Leto. So anyway, and. It's um, it's a wonderful uh, 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 the cinematography. Mm. I think that should get an Oscar also because nowadays when I look at the films, I watch at the scenes which I could draw because I like that film so much that I could draw. Mm. So so. I was watching of the sequel, which I would like to draw, and it became so that I want to see every scene. Mm -hmm. I can draw every scene. It was a pleasure. It was like a, a, a abundance of beautiful scenes. Mm -hmm. The whole film, whole film, there was not one bad. So, hard to choose. And 
Joachim Phoenix is acting and that's it. And the story of course is very caricature, cartoonish. It's mm-hmm. And then my last point here is very strange that when I came out of there I compared it to, guess what? What? To shoplifters. Really? Yeah. Oh. And that's very strange because it's it's a complete opposite way of making film. Uh, Just opposite. Not the other one's cartoon and the other one is a perfect realistic scene. And the, the shoplifters is the same story in fact. People who have been bullied all their lives and da- done their thing, they don't go into explosions, cartoonish way or anything like that, and they don't even act in that. So, but the story is hitting you deep in your heart, it bleeds. Your heart bleeds for these people. Mm-hmm. And that's, my heart bleeds for, for uh, Joachim Phoenix. So. Mm, okay. That's it. And that's what I think, and I just masterly film. And, and that's the similarity between shoplifters. Yes, the deep, deep heart, bleeding heart inside okay. for these people. That's the connection, and the two complete opposite ways to show it. And I don't go want to even to hear about the violence and the what is this, what is that in the end, what he did. It's, it's. I don't want to go into that discussion. Uh, what, what about violence? Like what? Do you yeah, the violence. What he did, that he went into. It was a caricature, I think. So you like the first part of the movie, but not the end, or what? No, I like all of the movie because of the cinematography and Joaquin Phoenix too. But you don't end. want to condemn him because he's a good guy. Like you, you don't want to. No, I don't go into the. To the story. So you don't mind, you don't really care about the story? Yeah, it was, it was, what can I do that it was done like cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like the cartoon way of doing it, that he, he's stupidly killing all the people and he can't, he's going to die in it. Or some uh, madhouse. So you don't like those parts of the movie? I don't like the whole, it is in the whole movie, that story. Yeah. So it's done in my, not in my way. I don't go into the film theater to enjoy that thing at all. Mm -hmm. I went to enjoy, completely I enjoyed the film to the end. Even when he's he's in the madhouse with the white dress, Joaquin Phoenix is marvelous, marvelous. And this, his acting and the cinematography. Mm -hmm. So, did did I explain myself? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. It's very. You always have and, opinions that and, are completely, completely something that nobody. <laughs> I never hear yes, anybody because, say. Yes, maybe it's because I don't go. I'm in, not in some in the social media at all. Yeah. Because I don't go into those discussions ever. I don't care, and the the thing is that in shoplifters. All my being, I could, it was more satisfying film in that way that I could also, my feelings could go with the people. 
with the story, with the people in this, in, in that film. Yeah. In Joachim Phoenix, I can only, my feelings don't go with him. My feelings go only with his acting. Mm. Yeah. There's a difference. So I don't like it that people are talking bad about Joker. I don't like it. Because it's a wonderful film. <laughs> well, it, mostly Star. people... Mostly people have been talking very nice about it. Like, really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly a liked movie. Some people have some criticism apparently, but yeah, mostly people like it. I think it has like quite high Rotten Tomatoes. Score. Ah, in in Finland they talk mostly about the violence, which is wrong, and it's not the point in this film. Yeah, I, I I can I can say from my point of view that that I I, I thoroughly enjoyed the violence and the the. The setting and the premise and the, the the kind of serial killer aspect of it, because he he becomes really violently insane at the end. Yes, yeah. he becomes full blown Joker. That's the whole point of the movie. It wouldn't really be the same movie if he wouldn't become that violent character at the end. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's a Joker origin story from the ah, Batman. Ah, because. Yeah, yeah. Just, I want to say in the between that I, me, I made a mistake in this, that I didn't realize that he's the joke of the Batman movie. I didn't realize it at all. And, and this, that he's, of course, I, was, I didn't know if he will stay alive or he will die in the end. But yeah. if I had known, I would have known that he stays alive. See? Yeah, yeah. And, and I was expecting him to die. That, that's the interesting part of this movie is that it's kind of, in some part, it's really good that you went to see it not thinking about it as a Batman movie. You yeah, know, like yeah. that's that that is it. It's in in other parts, it it might work better if you take out of all the Batman stuff and you don't think about it. If you don't think about it as as Batman's Joker and you yeah, just think I about think it as it, some guy who goes completely insane, you know. Yeah, that's and what happened. Um, but then again, some of the weakness in the script, you know, in mm. the character development itself, some of the weakness and the shortcuts that are made works better if we kind of perceive it as going forward the Joker character at the end. Ah, obviously, it, it makes yeah. better sense logically why this yeah. character it behaves this way and like okay. kind of uh, like yeah. and the lack of some uh, background building and some like kind of you know uh, yeah. Yeah. there's for example very, there's a little bit of a distance between the systematic uh, environmental oppression and the connection with the character we we are we, we don't really see the the the, the, the immediate like on, or the like close range physical connection between the Arthur, his name is Arthur in the movie, and and he's yeah. the the society around him. It's it's which in a way I I kind of like as a filmmaking point of view because the, uh, I mean technically methodically it's interesting because it reminds me of like not exactly the same but it reminds me as a kind of to kind of illustrate what I mean. Um, uh, Son of Saul. 
uh, in where where we are very close closed up into the main character's point of view. Oh, that's you know? true. That's interesting. And that that uh, and and that part actually is what I liked a lot in the Joker movies that we we don't have a wide angle view of the society or the environment in a way and we ah, just we only see everything from his what he how he feels yeah we we are with him yeah and he's like in every scene and we are very close uh, uh, together in him so we get this really um uh very it works really nice because we we can kind of really feel him yes you know and that that it, and then Joaquin Phoenix can really shine with his acting. That's and it. Joaquin like Phoenix this. is the guy who makes us feel. Yeah, so that that I liked it, but I can understand that it actually can also be the weakness of the plot development itself. Like it, it, you have mm. to sacrifice a little bit. And in Son of Saul, the unknowingness about the environment, the 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 obliviousness, you know. Mm. It, it really works for the theme of the movie, and in yeah. Joker, because it tries to be very much on the same line with King of Comedy and Taxi Driver and these kind of movies, yeah. where we follow the outsider kind of becoming uh, or or taking vigilante action to, on on himself. Yeah. Um, we kind of have to also like it. It would work. It would work for the benefit of the character development the movie if we can see a little bit outside also for example yeah. taxi driver is really good movie because we get the sense of the society around also in uh, the king of comedy yeah yeah they both are excellent there are other characters and there is like yeah. the when we we they, we are not so closed up in it and um so so that's why it works much it works it, it is much less quality than those others you know it it sacrifices do you think, yeah yeah do you think that in joker this robert de niro character as in the television program is a development from the king of comedy character you mean his, that Robert De Niro's his character? Yeah, <laughs> like fun, fun theory. <laughs> that is. So it would be the same character. Because in, now he was more uh, older. He was clearly older than in King of Comedy, mm. and he's more kind of a uh, bulging figure. You know. Like yeah, of course. He looks different, completely different. Like if he develop into something like that. Yeah. You know? Well, there are several problems. Uh, one would be that it, this Joker takes place uh, earlier in time, it's like yeah, 50s yeah. or something, yeah, yeah, or 60s. Yeah, I know, but so in any way, like... It, it doesn't make sense in that sense. And I wouldn't imagine that the guy in King of Comedy wouldn't be so stable as Robert De Niro in Joker. Like, he, he would also become more and more, I think, insane, like, unstable, because... Ah, he, you see? Yeah, he was he was but mentally you, we ill. But we don't know. We don't know what happens to a person after. We have no idea what it can happen. Anything well, like in Breaking Bad or yeah, but I can speculate. Okay, I can speculate on on the terms of what this character has. How I it would has love evolved. it to be like that. So okay. like like I can speculate from the Joker movie that he's not going to be more sane later on. <laughs> he's going to no. be much more insane 
like yeah, nobody really helps him and they completely leave out that uh, friendly woman neighbor in the later like like she has no influence at all with her niceness i think a woman can have a lot of influence you mean this neighbor but it was yeah. all in his head it was all in his you head you didn't get it um, no <laughs> so <laughs> um it's funny because they made it so they they yeah. made extra steps to make it really obvious <laughs> So it was funny that it kind really? of really. Um, I I. <laughs> <laughs> so all of those interactions with her, like only the beginning was like real, but after that, every time he interacted with the girl, it was all always in his head, and it it we don't know exactly what he did with her in the end when he when she found out that that when when Duakuin Phoenix appeared at her apartment and he got shocked and she was like you are the guy from the neighbor and then then he just leaves and i think he we he probably it was in the script or something maybe he did something but it it's really why, cruel why to do that it's so cartoonish that i don't understand such things at all so in fact the only thing was real where they met in the elevator and the woman made with the gun in there yeah could be yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah no, I don't like that so much. Why do make tricks? Yeah, see, it, there's, there's. I agree that a lot of these cartoony things, it, 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 it works better if you think it as comic book movie. If you think it as, yeah. as the Joker, and so it, you have to kind of. It, so, it, mm. it, I don't think it, it manages to be a quality movie if you choose one or the other. It sacrifices a lot from each side, you know, and mm. it, it kind of stays as, as an okay good movie for me it's not a great movie it's just okay it was very entertaining i really liked the crittiness and the violence and all this stuff it was it was quite fun actually um and i also really enjoyed the cinematography i i thought that was the joaquin phoenix and the camera work was the best part of the movie like it looked gorgeous and gorgeous and I just like you. Every frame was like a painting. It was yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, wasn't. But and do you know that this? I was looking for this cinematographer afterwards. Information, and he hasn't done anything so special. Uh, no known things. Uh, some okay. Yeah. But unbelievable. Now, now he's great for me. <laughs> yeah, it it worked really great. The 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 weak parts um, were again. Uh, editing was quite awful at parts I think it was the but it, it, it tried to go with this very specific style which would be the I think maybe the Dot Phillips thing that he, the director that he wanted to do it that way but the many it, it, it and it, I feel like it hurted sometimes the Joaquin Phoenix acting because if he would have this son of soul type of really follow him and really like be close to oh, him yeah. that would really shine Joaquin Phoenix performance they didn't dare it's a their thing yeah. they didn't dare yeah. so a lot of times the movie turns into a pose it's like yeah. posing and it's this it's slow motion but he's a great poser no? yeah he's, he's a good poser and he really likes to shine with his Joker costume and like his it's the, very the rare character. To see but somebody. it it sometimes felt it hurt at some scenes that it, it turned in, it, into a slow motion thing. Like for example the now famous uh, dancing on the stairs. 
on the street that it 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 has some really weird editing in that moment that really like kind of kind of destroyed the scene for me like I remember I enjoyed that scene because because Joaquin Phoenix looked comfortable in that in that uncomfortable place and doing uncomfortable things he he looked comfortable I loved it Yeah I think many of those scenes are like pulled up again because of Phoenix performance like he can yeah. carry it very far the whole movie don't so. you think that he should get the oscar for yeah. sure i think it... shall i eat my hat again <laughs> don't, See, don't eat i'm hat. sure i'm sure i feel like he has to win the main oscar and the cinematography who can do better than that maybe many but what that's and but i'm agree with you that the film itself is not the best movie of the year for The film, as a film. Yeah, it's an okay movie, and you should go and see it if you like. It, it's it's quite rough movie for a comic book movie, and you know it it plays out not like like it's an R-rated comic book movie in a way, and it's so it's not for everybody. You know, if you cannot handle the violence of it, there there is quite rough violence. And stuff so yeah and the madness it's hard to take yeah oh that I really liked about to, to consider the madness which is a kind of a joker thing um, yeah. that it it really uh, I one of the best things about the movie was the laughter this this condition you think yeah you I like so? it because it 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 because it was pointed at Yeah, I, I mean, and and I really specify that this is because of the Joker aspect, the comic book aspect. Not if if it wouldn't be a Joker movie, maybe it wouldn't be so strong thing. But when you look at it as a Joker movie, then it really like becomes a whole new way of looking at Joker as a character because he Joker because you maybe you don't know Joker. No, I don't know. <laughs> so, so Joker. From the comic book has this laugh laughter mm. that uh-huh. it's a very very iconic specific that thing element of that character that he he laughs all the time. M- But he doesn't laugh laugh at uh, as a spontaneous happy laughter. It comes kind of compulsive, uh, painful. Laugh. Yeah, it. Uh, can see that's that's exactly the point <laughs> because like <laughs> because. Um, So, so it's it's never it's not the, the Joker. It's, he's a villain in the comics. He's a he's a madman. He's the villain of Batman. So his laughter is not happy laughter. It's a manical evil laughter. That's how it sounds. Yeah. And so, I was, it was I was uncomfortable with it all the time. Exactly. That's the whole point of it. And and in 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 the in the in the cartoons and in the comics and other important movies and stuff like this, it's it's played out as like um, it, it's very um cartoony and how how would you say but in um and he has all the time this smile he has all the always a smile on his face and he's laughing ha 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 you know and then <laughs> that's that's the character so now now they are going to make like this um um and and they 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 every time they they do a joker character a different adaptation they do something interesting spin and idea about how to perceive the character for example Heath Ledger famously like he's he's 
Joker character, he had these scars in his mouth that made the pig smile, you know, and then they used it really brilliantly in the movie. And I think it's still the best Joker so far, is the Heath Ledger uh, adaptation uh-huh. of it. And I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should see it just for Heath Ledger. It's, I, it's a great now performance. Now I have a lot of films to see after. It's, it's, <laughs> and you will see like an interesting like comparison to this uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. But So Joaquin, the Joaquin Phoenix one is just this makeup and he's more insane, more maniac uh, type. So he, and he's photogenic. He's so photogenic. Yeah, so okay. So the laughter, no, no, I'm trying to explain the laughter is that um, when they do it like as a condition that he cannot help himself laugh and it comes up mm. in these emotional moments mm. and it's usually a very sad moment. It's like yeah. it's when he's it is when, yeah. when he's troubling with his emotions too and, and he's feeling extreme anxiety mm. and emotional turmoil. He starts having this laughter which is a medical condition so it's not an evil laughter it's that's what happened in the exact that thing came out in King of Comedy. That was the point of King of Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, it, it's for sure a much better movie and probably made much no, better. No, but it, the same point. Yeah, but in, this, in this Joker, I, I just I, I marvel the the creativity of how to how to tie that laughter together in that character to yeah. kind of make the Joker point that. When in the end, because then he's all the time trying to fight against this laughter, fight because it's awkward to him and it's it's it makes it, it brings him into trouble a lot of times and people don't understand. He cannot really fit into society because this that's one of the reasons. Because yeah. he like in the bus he starts laughing and stuff like this. He cannot really behave like a human like others. But then in the end, when he fully becomes the Joker, he kind of stops fighting against the laughter and he, in the end when he laughs he's just like enjoying the laughter and he's kind of embracing his mental illness you think that was in the white dress in the end yeah. in the hospital yeah. yeah that was the and, and ah. it, it, it it the joke the laughter itself had this perfect arc for the character and it helped uh bring the whole character together oh, and nice. it tied everything together. It, it was brilliant. Really? It was really nice you explained me this. It, it, it has, I, yeah. I couldn't understand it. But now I see also that you are talking about the same type of thing as in Breaking Bad, this Heisenberg, this world, worldwide. <laughs> he in the end embraced this himself. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah in the same way they, they had same <laughs> similar you see how strange i think but that's that's i've been thinking about this world so much yeah we we, we maybe have to go into breaking bad and this because you now everybody else have watched breaking bad and they they are now in yeah. the new el camino movie they 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 are into break but they all talked about already everything about breaking bad but we haven't seen it so yes, I didn't even know it existed until a few weeks ago when I watched it, and it I hear that it's in two thousand three or something. What was yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's really old actually. Really early, and everybody now I realize this all and lucky for me I think. Now I could watch it in peace and think by myself. And yeah, I really and, liked it that I can just watch it 
through on Netflix. Yeah. And, uh, but but yeah. it's re I'm I'm so sad that I have to wait for the next season of Soul. So that that's the bad thing. Like. Ah, uh, don't be because I'm not. I have seen only two se- two seasons of Soul, mm. and I'm now going to the third, which you said that is the best. Oh, that yeah, so, there is. Some. Yeah, so I'm re- really excited. So I have still two seasons to see, and then I will have the new one. After that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's also it's well, it's really changed. I think these series serials, what you call, it, they changed the whole television. The, yeah. the viewing of television. Yeah. It's now you demand high high standard, and you can't look at once a week, once a no. Way. Yeah, I can really understand why people say that it's so influential as it is. That Breaking Bad is really a landmark in in it the is. TV history and yeah. stuff, and that that comes into one of my uh, core points in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do we have time still? Uh, maybe not. I think we have gone through a, quite a long <laughs> talk. Yeah, but tell me the core point. Yeah, so I, I, there's not. It was like my conclusion. My conclusion yeah, yeah. of Tarantino's Once Upon a okay, Time in okay. Hollywood. Yes, and yes. And this is maybe controversial, and nobody's going to like it. Uh huh. But it's a good segue from Breaking Bad, which is that I think. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would have worked better as a TV series. Didn't he think it about it in the beginning? I don't know. Tarantino. I don't know. I, I think maybe I heard something like that. In the, I don't know. I, I, I have assumed that Tarantino is more interested in movies in general. I have not really seen him in series and TV so much. Maybe he has produced something or written something, but he has so far, as I... I know, made movies. He's very uh, obsessed of the film, you know. He and, is, yeah, he, and, and, yeah, and cinema, is, uh, like Martin's. But <laughs> so, um, so, and once upon a time in Hollywood is is really like a a real movie, you know, like to I go understand and see now it. what maybe I understand what you mean because it has this serial thing. Yeah, the, which could be the, the characters wrong. are perfect for like like a series. Yeah, they, they are, are perfect. They are. To, I would like to watch a whole season or two of these guys. They don't have to be played necessarily. Of Brad those. Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. I would prefer if they would play it, but the characters they were, they themselves are really good and and the story the setting is really good and and stuff and uh, but but then as a movie it it there is a problem that it it it, it lacks this immersion like in in the Aha, story it it really takes yeah. a lot of shortcuts to make us kind of assume and kind of uh, um, the, to 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 kind of just pay along like for example like we we are supo- like there's a lot of over uh, voice over narration to just explain what's happening instead of there just is, sewing yeah. it and mm-hmm. it really kind of hurted me my attention that like okay i get it like this is the night also the the point with with um, this um, bruce lee i would have liked that as a co- complete Complete uh, one uh, no season. <laughs> well, well, uh, the the I I I was actually thinking that the last the end part uh, 
the last part of the movie of the night of the Polanski murders that yeah. was supposed to happen that that could have been a whole season that one night that's a whole season yeah that there that's could have a, been the season of all the seasons <laughs> ever it's it's i've been dying to talk about that i i was really floating in the air after that because i've been so sad about the whole business uh. no i'm i'm born before that yeah yeah i was living yeah. in that time and now it got i got relief for it so so tarantino's It's revenge fantasy thanks 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 for tarantino so tarantino's revenge fantasy worked finally on you it because it, he's doing the same thing that he did in dangyo and chain and and inglorious yes. bastards where he's at finally <laughs> so yes. now now, now you yeah, get yeah. It, yeah. Now I got it, and now I understand. Only now I understand what they meant. These other ones before I didn't understand them. Why to do it? But because of Hollywood, I understand what what he meant, and I can appreciate it. Yeah. To this Nazi business and the slave business and. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I need still something <laughs> else, um, but it's okay. Um, I don't need any. I'm really and there was this part where where we have like six months or eight months uh, sudden time lapse of uh, like like when when Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio yeah, goes to Italy was. and then ah uh, you want the whole season I, I, we could have just of followed your them yeah we could have just yeah. followed them in there and have like I just make it as long as possible I don't care yeah, you don't have to make like a two and a half hour movie just because you have to make a movie like you are you right he, he came with the Italian wife we could have had the whole business there explained yeah. and, oh, and now, oh, now, we, right. now instead we have yeah. to have this stupid <sighs> title of six months later and then voiceover narration explaining everything that happened in that six months like ah, but can you understand the tarantino that he couldn't wait he's a guy who goes like the train forward yeah and he couldn't wait but maybe later they really do the series so that that was my problem a little bit that he's maybe too obsessed to make the film version is that and there's a thematic also uh to support my my opinion there's a thematic reason Uh, yeah. uh, in the team of the movie, because Leonardo DiCaprio uh, is doing TV series, yes, and then he's yeah, trying yeah. to move into the film industry. Exactly, and it's a transition of that. So, Now what would have know. been a perfect way to encapsulate this same team by now? Doing instead you of a movie, right. doing the transition again to the TV series, which are now having like a renaissance. They are in a golden age yeah. of TV series because yeah. of Breaking Bad and Sopranos and even David Lynch again doing it with Twin and Peaks. Fargo and yeah. the True Detective. Yeah, so so it it would have been worked perfect in the in the story itself to illustrate that we, it would we, have you are and now I see what your point that was really nice that we talked about it now because it solved me so many problems. You know this Nazi film. And the slave film, and what he has this all this before, they are all not real films. They are supposed to be TV series. <laughs> and the real films he made, that's why we didn't, we stopped to like his films, you know, because they were not real films. <laughs> When he had Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and and the, uh, what is this? Uh, Jan Van Chain and Hateful Eight and no, no. Oh, 
This one before this wonderful, this were Robert Foster and this Pam Greer. Ah, you mean, um, oh no, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, so those are real movies. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Those are real movies and they don't have to be any TV series, but all the rest, Hateful Eight and all this, they are many seasons here. Yeah, like the Inglorious Bastard. Like, exactly. like like Hollywood comprises of amazing scenes that are yes. so well executed and yes. choreographed and they could have just been really good fit into an episode and then the exactly. next episode. So and, tell uh, me now one thing, can mm -hmm. you tell me if, if you had this idea by yourself or you read it somewhere? No, I had it after I saw the movie. I was... Driving you home. had it yourself? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thanks. But um, I, I have one, one criticism of... You solved me so many problems which I don't have to think anymore. Because that's it. So we had to, yeah, we had to okay. talk about So okay. I have one, one criticism that bothered me a lot about the ending. Of Hollywood? Yeah. So okay. let's see okay. what you think about it. So. Okay. We'll be very careful because for me that's a precious... I, I don't mind about the Polanski stuff. I, I, I let it go. I, I had more trouble with, with um, Inglorious Pastors, for example. Ah, uh, but, ah, okay, okay. Um, uh, which was actually even better. Maybe Django Engine even more. I don't know. I, I don't like this revenge stuff, but um, it's just weird for me. I, I, I find it very weird. Like, it's weird. It, it's, yeah. Tarantino has some weird stuff going on. Yeah. He's a weird guy. Yeah. So... But I don't mind it in Hollywood. Like, okay, it's it's fine. Uh, what what bothered me a lot was the 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 scene. Like, and this may be spoilers. I don't know. Like, if people don't want to hear talk about the ending, but so much we already maybe spoiled a lot. But um, the the scene when uh, at at the very end the 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 um, mansion. Uh, family members come into the house of Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, mm. there is this amazing, wonderful, violent, violent action scene with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, Which okay. is wonderfully choreographed. Which, yeah. And it actually ties very good with Joker, so it was very good to what see. What a choreography! Very, very yeah, nicely okay. uh, edited yeah. and everything. But then this one, one girl uh, runs out into the pool. Yeah, neighbor. No, into the pool of Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo Cap is it in the same house? Yeah, it's in the no, same no. house, and Leonardo DiCaprio is there oh, in, okay, at his okay. own house. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and, yeah. and the, the the woman drops into the pool, and Leonardo DiCaprio has not known anything about this. Yeah. And then he like shocks, like, "Whoa, what the hell?" And he he apparently he recognizes her from before because he met them. But I don't know how he's able. No, to... No, she had the. Gun, what knife with her or something? She well, she was like all, a killer. He, I think he was like on fire, and he was no, no, not on, he wasn't on fire, but she was completely uh, bruised. Like he, you couldn't recognize her anymore. I don't know, but anyway, mm -hmm. let's say that he recognized her before, and in immediate action, he goes into the shed, shed gets his uh, flamethrower equipment. And burns the girl alive in the pool. Yeah. Well, Tarantino couldn't avoid yeah. it. It was so delicious that he couldn't avoid it. It wasn't enough that we had to have it again with the Nazis. 
but we have to have it also in the real life. So, which is oh, I it, have to see that again. It, it, if the girl had a knife or yeah, he had a knife. He, he had a gun and he was like shooting it in the air hysterically. Yes, he, he had a gun. So, okay, so he. But the point is that so it's a wonderfully made scene. Like I don't even know how they even did it with the flamethrower. That's amazing, what what they achieved with with the with the action. But I'm really I left out. I came out from the movie really troubled about Leonardo's character <laughs> because it was so out of nowhere. Okay. Like it because let's 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 come back to Earth and think about it. That this this was a murder. He murdered. Like I understand it with the Brad Pitt and the over violence. In he, those, he's a stuntman. No, used to all no, kinds. because he was on acid. Oh, that was the. But that's why all of that happened. There was a whole like very specific reason why it was so violent and over the top and oh. crazy. Is because Brad Pitt. There was no barriers. There was oh. no limits for him. So he was just in his. He was tripping out of his mind. So he, but Leonardo DiCaprio was no, not. he was just drunk. So yeah, he was drunk. So yeah. um, it's not enough for me to kind of uh-huh. go along with. Okay, he just oh, like you think about it. I was just going. He along. think of, he 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 burns this girl alive. Mm. That's horrible. Like it's horrible. But the whole theater was laughing. <laughs> no way. But and and I I think also were laughing people in in my screening. But I I it's it's fine that okay. But then the consequence of that is that they are just having a normal night. And then he talks to this neighbor, the Polanski people. And then he just goes there, and it's like not it nothing affected him. That that yeah. would be a horrible. He was not shaking after. Yeah, that. or like traumatized, or like what he did, uh-huh. or you know, like. But that's and and the only mm-hmm. reason, and for me, the problem is that the only reason why nobody thinks about this, or why the characters don't think about it, or why we are okay with it, assumably, is because, or apparently because, we are supposed to go along with the idea that he he burned alive a Manson family murderer who was. In real life, murdered Saron State, Saron Date. So now we can live in the alternative reality revenge fantasy mm. where we can kind of get back at them. But in the movie version, in the universe, they did not kill Saron Date. So in the movie universe, it doesn't make sense that we are okay yeah. with it. In in the movie yeah, version, yeah. we, we bluff, would have to the, ac- we yeah. have to go along with the idea that that. The, that these are like he didn't know what who they were. Oh, he didn't know you're what too to clever. happen. You're too clever. I don't like this. <laughs> so I think Tarantino really took a lot of shortcuts and just went a little bit too far with assuming like like didn't thought about it really. You know, like I I I enjoy the violence like in Joker and stuff, but I wanted to have a logical conclusion. Like I wanted to be like. Because this is now just exploitation it's, itself. It's it's yes, cool, it, and, it, and now mm. Leonardo DiCaprio is for me. He's a psychopath, and I cannot go along with a hero like that. He's not a hero mm. anymore for me. Mm. He's just psychopathic killer, you know. So that was really kind of it. Really shook me 
uh, problematic, you know, like. But the whole business of this mansion family is too much for any, the real one. It's too much for anyone to take. Anyone. So it has to have some kind of retribution. Yeah, so... And this was the retribution and that's what made me feel good. But it, 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 it's a retribution in a very weird way. Because, is, for example, imagine, I, I imagine if in the movie universe they were going to kill Saron Date and they were like, let's say, almost there with the knife on the pregnant belly, and then in the last minute Leonardo DiCaprio comes in and flame throws towards the girl uh, alive, mm -hmm. and then we would be like, yeah, he stopped them. You know, mm -hmm. then then I would understand that okay, he's a hero, but now he's not a hero. He just torched some girl in his backyard, <laughs> you know. Who was brandishing a gun and who was uh, yeah? Well, blood. he didn't know shooting. what was happening. She was shooting. No, but consider that she was she had a big gun. Now I remember it, and she was shooting in every direction, but she was blind. Mm -hmm. She was blinded. So she didn't see where she was shooting, and Leonardo DiCaprio himself was in that moment in mortal danger on his own life. But he could have just gone to safety, or you know, like it's just a weird jump. Which way he could have done it? Because it's remembered that he had this flame torch and nothing else. He had only straw and a drink. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can understand the 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 the, the stepping stones, you know, like. Yeah. Okay, we need to get him here and there and get him finally at the flender, but Tarantino didn't do a good writing. He maybe it was a, a good now I try to save him here, because maybe it was a point, he made a point on TV series which where Leonardo DiCaprio was acting in those old-fashioned cowboy TV series, where people are really uh, unlogically cruel. Yeah. So here we go. He had this in his in his being all these years, and he's already old. He's over fifty or something, and he's done it dozens of years. Yeah. So well, so he's spoiled person in that way. In his yeah. Spirit. So what you're saying is that it like turned into an exploitation movie. Mm -hmm. Like like it it does the same thing as Django Unchained at the end. Where it suddenly turns into an exploitation action for for the end of that movie, but here just that small that moment. But in Breaking Bad, we are. It also happens in crazy things. It's unbelievable things. Well, and I, I, uh, I expect in Saul also something. But I, like I, I, I have to say, in Breaking Bad, it's it's more it's more uh, um, stable. All the like, why characters do. And it's like it, it feels yeah, much very more stable, right? Yeah, there. so yeah, really stable and uh, steady people. And I, but Tarantino is kind of out of control. Person. Sometimes he goes like, like that scene, he just suddenly loses his mind. <laughs> but I and I cannot follow him there. But most he, of the movie, he laughs at it. Yeah, most okay. of the movie is brilliantly written, and isn't that for me is a very epic moment because yes. as far as People have maybe listening our previous podcast about uh, episodes about Tarantino and his movies. Is that I I I've not liked Tarantino at all recently. Like uh, since you said, Inglorious yeah, Pastors at least I I lost it. Like I couldn't. And Hateful Eight you didn't like. Not as much. He was it was getting better, but I didn't like it 
But uh, now you explained it why it was and now we agree. Yeah, yeah. And now but so I was really happy that I enjoyed Hollywood as much as I did. Yeah. And I was, was I'm just... I'm happy that I got back into the game. Like I, I it's, enjoyed his movie like it's great. It's unexpectedly subject, the unexpected subject is stuntman and very very interesting and nice. It's not done before like I think this Brad Pitt character. Yeah, and that I, and I give. He I, goes well. I put the I I for that I I give people don't like Dead Proof. Um, it's kind of I liked I liked. It. <laughs> but it goes for you. I remember. But I oh, I, I shouldn't have liked it. I, I don't know. People it's generally don't like it. Um, uh-huh. They okay. it's like the worst Tarantino movie or something. I don't know, but. That aspect, that stunt aspect of it, I think is very interesting. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. I always interested in the stunt actors, and this made it very, very good in the enjoyable. And Brad Pitt makes is was a pleasure for a long time. Yeah. I haven't really enjoyed Brad Pitt in this film, but this one, and Leonardo DiCaprio also. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio did some amazing acting in it. Like I, amazing, amazing. And Brad Pitt was also amazing. I, I amazing. just love <laughs> amazing. Yes, but what can you do? But I didn't. Ma- Revenant. Yeah. He spoiled his. Uh, and 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 also a point about the series is that I didn't really mind Margaret Robbie, the Saron Tate character, because she didn't do a lot in the movie. But if it would be a series. She could have more she could story do. in it. Yeah, she could do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, it's it's kind of sad that there was not really nothing for her to do, really. I didn't really mind her going to see but her own movie. I didn't was, care about that. Like, what? The whole idea was that this, this shining white-dressed beautiful woman walked through the whole violence film safe. That was, the, yeah. that was Margot Robbie's. It, I liked that. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So Oi, thank you so much <laughs> for all this because I've been burning to talk about these two films. It's So now we got to we got to talk about them. <laughs> okay. I, so now we have to end. I think we have the time is finished. Yes, we, we talked yeah, quite yeah. a long time already, so let's see. Okay. So I got a bunch of movies to watch with uh, that's your your suggestions. That's very nice, mm-hmm. and uh, all this cleared in my mind. Ah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see you next time. Yeah. See you next time. Okay. Bye bye. The original music for our team was made by Kevin McLeod. If you would like to get more content for each episode, I recommend checking out our website, mothersandmovies.com. And if you like our show, please read it on iTunes and share it with your friends. That would be really nice. Thanks a lot and bye.